Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. gentlemen merry christmas to all this is coming out christmas eve december 24th probably the last episode that you're gonna get before christmas i don't think i'm doing a christmas episode release but with that being said i hope that everyone has a great time with their family or a great time by themselves whatever your tradition is i know some people open the presents christmas eve some people open the presents christmas some people do hanukkah right some people do kwanzaa I don't know what that is, but I've heard about it. So whatever you're doing, guys, just have fun. Be safe. Do the right thing. Spend time with your family, hopefully without masks. And uh, just enjoy it, man. I've been uh, really cranking out episodes lately and learning information at a level that I haven't since I've started the show. And it's really cool. I'm, I'm just kind of overwhelmed with research right now. You know, I've been promising these COVID World Tour t-shirts to come out and things like that, but... We are uh, behind on that, obviously, over here. So we will be getting that out, and I'm excited uh, to get those out. But just too much research, way too much for me to do as far as uh, research. And one of those things, um, other than this episode, which I'm talking with another Australian here, and he has a very interesting story. I'm I'm excited for you all to hear it. And I think that there may be a time when this stuff is coming here. I know that this is preaching to the choir, but a lot of the things that we're seeing in Australia are going to happen here if we don't turn the tide. A lot of it's going on in Canada, but it seems that Australia is really leading the way in tyranny. And if you're a Patreon subscriber here, you're going to hear me talk about some interesting things. The SES which is allegedly, allegedly, you hear that NSA, FBI, CIA, allegedly the SES is Obama's secret stay behind army. Now, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking into this. I've heard the terms before, but I didn't pay too much attention to it because it sounded too fantastical. But when you look into the main agenda and the goal, alleged goal of what the SES was set out to execute, We're talking purging the highest levels of government of patriots, purging all institutions and even military and medical facilities of patriots, getting a one way of thinking going, promoting cultural Marxism, promoting fascism. You know, that's one thing. Everyone says it's Marxism, Marxism, Marxism. What about the fascism? What about the corporatism? It's very interesting. So I'm going to break down this. uh, I'm going to kind of go into it but the reason that it's on patreon and why it's not an entire episode i feel like these are the things that you get in trouble for talking about if you know what i mean but these are also things that i feel like are the most important and there's a sizable amount of you there on patreon not nearly as many as there should be like one percent of the listeners that i get 
on this damn show go over to Patreon and hardly any of them leave. Okay, I'll tell you that because it's good information. I'm going to really start talking about the things that I am too nervous to talk about on the main platform here over there on Patreon. Not going to take any content away from from what I'm doing here, but 2022 is going to be a big year for DWP. Okay, Um, so you're going to hear about Australia. You're going to hear about some of the uh, equivalent medical systems that they have. I'm going to spend a short amount of time on that, and then I'm going to really get into the SES um, so it, that's, that's a very interesting little portion here. And I hope that you'll enjoy that. The ones of you that are real enough to be there. And, uh, another thing before we roll into this episode, after the, uh, shout outs to the sponsor and all that stuff, uh, the wasp society. Okay. Everyone talks about the Jesuits. Everyone talks about the Jews. Everyone talks about the Zionists, but no one is pointing the finger at the wasps. And there is a very interesting uh, society that I came across recently called the Pilgrim Society. And this is relatively new. It's not as old and sacred as, say, the Freemasons. But in my opinion, this is who the Freemasons are distracting from, to put it politely. Now, the Pilgrim Society was formed in 1902 in London. And quickly, the very next year, 1903, it was formed in New York. And the goal of this entire organization, and I believe their website is uh, pilgrimsociety.org. I'll double check that while I'm talking with you here. But the whole goal of the Pilgrim Society is to promote a longstanding relationship between the United States, the UK, and also the uh, other English-speaking countries around the world. So... It's very interesting that this thing forms in the 1900s when a lot of other entities are forming that really screwed the country over. We're talking the Fed, talking the FBI. We're talking all kinds of other harmful, harmful uh, entities form in the early 1900s. And yes, that website is pilgrimsociety.org. And you can check it out. Their logo is very interesting. They call it a logo. They don't call it a crest. Um, You've got a lion and a red red hooded dude riding a pale horse with an eagle on its back and all kinds of just goofy weird symbolism in there looks like a little kid drew it but it's very sinister and the reason that i bring up wasps is because you have the americans and the british really starting this whole thing these organizations this organization in particular set out to create a hive mind Not only to create a hive mind, but in the meantime, you have to sow some chaos. You have to create a polarized society. So you've got the positive side, the negative side, the Republican, Democrat, up, down, whatever. You create that, you break it down, order out of chaos, the Pilgrim Society is formed. And, and, you know, it's very interesting that they go by wasps, white Anglo-Saxon Protestants, right? They could have mixed those words up any sort of way, Protestant, Anglo-Saxon whites, Anglo-Saxon white Protestants, but they chose white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, meaning wasp, right? They call themselves this. They call themselves wasps. Wasps, wasps build hives, right? Just like bees, there's lots of, uh, lots of uh, little critters that, that deal in hives. But the wasps, and, and this is like where my crazy brain goes when I'm getting into this stuff. I just find symbolism after this and i've been talking with some people about this in this community and i don't know if they want their names out there so i will keep their names to myself 
But these people want the entire world to follow the queen. What do what do what do wasps? What do hive creatures? What do bees? What do they follow in their hives? They call, they follow the queen bee. So we're talking about like an entire hive following the queen. It's very interesting when you start drawing these things together. And when you look at who's really affiliated with the Pilgrim Society, you'd be hard-pressed to find a cultural figure that is not part of the Pilgrim Society. Hard-pressed to find a cultural figure that's not part of these people. Now, like I said, Freemasons, Jesuits, Zionists, they always get the fingers pointed at them. But Protestants seem to have the highest standing when it comes to the Pilgrim Society. We've only had two Catholic presidents in our histories, in, in our entire nation's history. What happened to the first one? I think we all remember that over in Dallas. And this one, I think, is being set up to fall. So they keep relationships and they allow some of these people into the lower levels of the society, but they sure don't bring them up to the highest levels. Uh, I mean, I'm even talking like Walter Cronkite, uh, all kinds of people that are very, very influential. He was the most trusted man in America, and he was being fed MK Ultra propaganda through the Pilgrim Society. And you have all kinds of other offshoots coming from the Pilgrim Society. So that's going to be a very interesting episode. I'm reading a 350-page report on the Pilgrim Society right now. I'm about 50 pages through. It's going to take some time, but I may do a two-episode um, little series on that and break that down to the best of my ability with my dumb little brain. And uh, I'm also going to obviously do some other research, try and point, credibly point the finger at some people that are actually part of this society. And I'm not saying that every single person that's part of the society is nefarious, even though I am, but I'm not, but I am, but I'm not. So do your own research when it comes to this stuff. Now, I will be breaking it down very, very deep. And there's going to be a lot of names, a lot of older names. Most of the people that I'm talking about are dead. Nearly all of them really are. Um, but you'll get an idea that the Catholics really aren't as powerful as we thought. Zionism, yes, it is a very powerful ideology, but I don't think it's as powerful as we thought. No one talks about the Protestants, man. No one talks about them. So we'll get into them. And I'm not saying that anyone that, that follows these religions, whether it be Catholicism, whether it be Judaism, uh, Christianity, protestant i mean obviously christianity is a wide wide blanket for things but there's so many good people in all these different religions and there's a lot of good atheists out there i gotta say it that might make some some religious people mad but there's good people in every color creed and nationality whatever that's my pc side coming out you don't get to see that often but it's true i speak the truth truth to power but um yeah guys again this episode is mostly about australia and uh, a very interesting story from an individual that is Forced to take the vaccine, otherwise he would lose his uh, essentially a government job and um, breaks it down from a very interesting perspective. And he's got a lot of different knowledge as opposed to my other Australian guests. I may have some other Australians coming on and talking because I think that there needs to be a lot of focus on what's going on over there. So uh, with that being said, guys, you know, the plugs are coming. You knew they were coming. This is your favorite part of the episode, okay? Patreon.com slash Dangerous World Podcast. You get the full version of this episode. I'm going to talk for about 30 or 45 minutes about some technical aspects about the Australian 
uh, dictatorship and the medical tyranny going on there. And then I'm going to move into the SES that I was talking about, that really interesting uh, stand back, uh, fall back, hold back, whatever army from Obama. Um, so yeah, very, very uh, scary. Don't want to put that out to too many people, if you know what I mean. So head over there, check that out at patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast and obviously dangerous world store.com fun fun stuff going on there we got the let's go brandon stickers that are high quality you can put those on your truck put those on your car whatever you want put them outside put them inside do whatever you want with those uh much higher higher quality than my stickers i used a different company for that and uh yeah so so not only those but the t-shirts that are 1776 for now and the hoodies that are i believe 35 dollars uh, for now as well uh, go over there make your purchases before the end of the year i i feel like i may have to increase the price and that's not a sales tactic it may just be the truth because everything is fucking going up in price it is insane so uh, da- uh that is dangerousworldstore.com and of course guys manscaped okay if you haven't heard of manscaped they're a new company they're brand new i'm the first podcast that they've sponsored so if you haven't already bought the lawnmower 4.0 and don't ask me how they already have the fourth generation because this is a brand new company. They haven't, I mean, they're very reputable. They've got thousands and thousands of reviews. I think that they've serviced 4 million balls worldwide. That's about 2 million men, if my math's correct. And uh, yeah, they're doing some really great things for, for nuts. And it's probably a little late to get a Christmas present, but you can uh, probably still order one. And maybe you got a hairy man in your life and you're like, hey, you know, you need to clean it up for the new year that should be your new year's resolution a lot of people want to lose weight but some dudes out there could lose a couple pounds just by shaving their bodies okay and i'm not saying you got to look like a baby seal i'm just saying you need to not look like a fucking hairball that a cat fucking coughed up and i mean it's gross some some of the dudes are gross i'm one of them but i was introduced to manscaped and they've they they cured my aids i had aids i shaved my nuts one time and my doctors were like, wow, what did you do? Did you inject money like they did on the South Park episode? And I was like, no, dude, Manscaped. Uh, that is, of course, not a medical claim. They explicitly tell me not to make medical claims on the ad, but I don't think they listen to the ads. And either way, they're a great company and they support this podcast and, and only this podcast. So, you know, check us out. Go to manscaped.com, enter the promo code danger, get 20% off. That's 20% off and free shipping. Where are you going to get that? 20% off and free shipping with the promo code danger at manscaped.com. And you can unlock the next level in your sex appeal. Okay. You're not going to have roots hanging off your nuts. They're going to be smooth. They're going to look like those little nut sacks that hang off the back of trucks for men that are insecure when they have like big balls hanging off the back of their trucks. That's the equivalent to those hairy balls that like basic white bitches have on their purses. You can be that basic white bitch and you can buy Manscaped and you can have a good time with a basic white bitch. So guys, manscaped.com, promo code danger, 20% off free shipping, the best freaking company when it comes to the podcast world, man. They support a lot of really good podcasts. Obviously, I'm not the only podcast that they've sponsored and they have been around for quite some time. Really, really appreciate what they do for me and for freedom of speech and for all these other great things that our country was really founded off of, guys. So head, head over there to uh, manscaped.com, promo code danger, and 20% off plus free shipping when you uh, do that whole deal. So danger is your promo code at manscaped.com. With that being said, folks, 
enjoy the episode here. Going to talk with a Western Australianer. And uh, then uh, if you stick around, if you're man enough or woman enough to head over to the Patreon, we will talk about some very interesting stuff as well. So I'll see you on the other side to quote Travis Scott. Take care, folks, and enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm really honored to have another Australian on the podcast. This is Tyler from Western Australia. And if you recall the episode with Nick, this is the gentleman that was put in a uh, very interesting situation. He had to get the jab in order to keep his job, which from what I understand is a pretty darn good job. And they really put you in a position where you felt like you absolutely had to do this. Right, man. So uh, why don't you why don't you just kind of talk about what the situation was and just how everything kind of shook out, dude. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, a lot of people don't know Western Australia sort of never really got COVID in the first place. Like as soon as COVID was in Australia, Western Australia went into full lockdown. No one was allowed in or out without quarantining for two weeks. And it sort of wasn't really a problem up until about two or three months ago when they started mandating all the vaccines for everyone. And um, it was a bit of a weird thing because I only mandated it in certain industries. But those certain industries were almost all industries. And it was strange because I got caught in an issue because I work for the mines as a contractor, but I don't work on the mine site. So I sort of... I wasn't sure if I was supposed to get it or not supposed to get it. And I talked to some lawyers and stuff and they said, I don't need to get it. But then the the mine site, the mining company that owns the town that I live in and owns my house and everything said, that's it. If you aren't getting it, you've got to leave. You can't keep the house anymore. You can't work for us. We won't give you any more work. Mm. So. So they literally made you do this in order to keep your house, in order to keep yeah. your lifestyle. I left it right up to the last day on the cutoff line and they came in and told me that that's it. You know, you got to get it now. Otherwise that's it. No more work. And did you go to school? Like, did you spend a, pretty much a lifetime trying to get to where you're at in this position? With your uh, yeah. I've, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm only, you know, my early twenties, but I've been doing what I'm doing now for nine years. So. Wow. Dude. Been, yeah, the majority of my life to get to where I am. And then it sounds like if I'm if I'm hearing you correctly, did you say that there wasn't much COVID there until they started making everyone get shots? Yeah, we've had almost no cases in WA because they don't let anyone in or out. And that was the other big thing for me, really, that pushed me towards doing it was um, with the law in WA. If you're not vaccinated as of now, if you're not vaccinated, you're not allowed to leave the state at all. Hmm. and you're never allowed to leave Australia. So sort of, you know, I've never left the country and I haven't been to other states in a few years and just knowing that I'd be stuck in Western Australia forever if I don't get it, as well as not being able to work or anything. And this was like just a universal deal where they made every single person that worked for your company, for your mining company, yeah. uh, they had to follow the same rules. What do you guys mine? Uh, the mines around here, there's a few different ones. Um, there's nickel, iron, gold, not so much iron, but yeah, there's a couple around. It's mostly gold and nickel around here. Interesting, and, uh, dude. And yeah, I, because I, I work for a whole heap of different mine sites in the area because I repair all the vehicles. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I find it real interesting that the that the company 
which we'll probably not name. I'm sure that that's probably the best. It probably won't, but it's it's the company. Anyone in Australia will know exactly who I'm talking about because they've been known for it for a while. They just are entering a lawsuit over in New South Wales at the moment because of it. Okay, so anyone that's interested in in uh, in looking into it can can probably just search lawsuit with with South Wales. You said, yeah, New South Wales, I believe it was, yeah, New South Wales, and they can they can find that out themselves. But I find it kind of interesting that they own the entire town. That's mining company owns the town. Yeah, well, it's a privately owned town. The town was built in the first place specifically for the mine, the tier. So, so they, they own the houses. The- you're just renting houses, the land. Yeah. That's interesting, man. That seems like a recipe for, for tyranny to me, but um, I don't know, man. State premier is, um, I don't know. You guys have like something else. So you've got like state, um, I don't know what you call them, but you know, like the boss of the state, like we've got state premiers here. Yeah. And our Mark McGowan, he's, yeah, he's been on a big power trip, the whole COVID fiasco the entire time. It's yeah. Yeah, it's weird how we do it. We have obviously the president and then we have our representatives, but the most important person for the state would be the governor, which I think is like your state premiers. Yeah. And then we also have mayors who have power over their city. Yeah, so we the still ma- have mayors. Do you? Okay. So yeah, the mayor can override the power of the governor. And in our case, I don't know if that's the case uh, with Australian yeah. states. In Australia, you've just got the mayor of each shire which is like each um, area of the state, you know, like you've got like a mayor of like the Perth region and then you've got individual mayors in like every suburb in Perth and everything. And they just take, you know, shy matters into hand, rubbish collection and stuff like that. And then the state premier, the state premier has rule over pretty much anything besides any federal law. So federal law is always more effective than state law. And who's the state? Sorry, go ahead. In our case, the Prime Minister has just ignored the whole thing and just said it's all up to the state premiers. So every oh. state, that's why it's so different with COVID because he doesn't want to get his foot in the door. Yeah, it's a good way to kind of make it look like like the anything that goes wrong isn't on him, you know yeah. what I mean, or them. So I, who is this uh, state premier in Western Australia? Um, our one's called Mark McGowan. Mark McGowan, okay. Yeah, so he's... Uh, he's- He's in a bit of shit at the moment because people kept trying to kill him and breaking into his house. And he's, yeah, apparently he's got cops following 24 seven and he's got to move house and everyone wants to kill him. Is it because of his, his lockdowns? Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. just because of the, the borders and um, also the, the mandatory vaccinations. Yeah, dude, I'm really surprised that, that it's gotten as bad as it is because I know for a fact that Australians are down to really fight for what they believe in. Like you guys are, are tough people and mm-hmm. it's mind blowing to me what's going on with the aboriginals in the Northern territory there. I've heard a lot of horror stories. I don't know if you can yeah, confirm still, anything going on. I can't necessarily confirm that um, because obviously the Northern territory is pretty much impossible to get in or out of at the moment, really. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's, I'm on the fence about it because I wouldn't put it past the government and the military to do something like that as well. But, you know, half of it you see and it's not that bad. And then the other half you see they're, you know, going off about it. But most of them, honestly, that are there, the ones that are really complaining about it, a lot of them probably have come out of the desert. Because it's not uncommon for a lot of the natives to live like around the Northern Territory and Northern Western Australia. It's not uncommon for them to live in really small communities 
and sort of be out of touch with everything else that's going on, you know? Yeah. So if someone come along, locked them up and told them it was a virus and this and that, they'd just be confused, you know? Yeah. I do know, I do know for a fact that um, the government has been incentivizing a lot of them in the smaller communities to get vaccinated, giving them money and buddy, you know, coupons for shops and stuff and trying to get them to take it all. Hmm. To yeah, answer man. the question you had before, the actual number is Western Australia, and this is the biggest state in Australia. Yes, by far. And it had a total of 1,125 COVID cases and a total of nine deaths. Nine deaths out of what's That's the it. population, the total population there? Um, good question. I could probably search that real quick too, but I think if I'm not mistaken, I think you've got about 25 or 30 million people in the entire I continent. I think... Yeah, so Western Australia, there is 2.6 million people as of 2020. Okay, so it's a large area, but fairly fairly spread out yeah. population, it sounds like, right? Yeah, well, it's 2.6 million square kilometers as well. So every person, really, if they wanted to go out bush, every person would have a square kilometer to themselves. But Wow. Most, well, yeah. most of that is in Perth. I'd say more than probably, probably 60, 70% of them people are all in Perth. Okay. So yeah, you've guys got about 10% of the population in this massive area. You would think that you guys are, you'd have to be the safest there as far as this, because what we find, especially here in the U S all the cities are really the ones that are, that are kind of getting fucked the hardest with this COVID thing, because they're so close to each other. There's multiple people that live in the same small apartment, things like that. Um, with the Aboriginal area too, this Northern Territory, if I'm not mistaken, and, and again, I, you know, as an American, I don't know much about Australia. I need to know more. Um, from what I understand, a lot of them are in Darwin, which is kind of isolated, it seems, from everything else. It's got its own little it's, like peninsula. It is, but, um, that's also got a fairly, uh, decent population. Okay. Springs and Darwin are both have a fair few people and then the rest of the Northern Territories pretty well open besides the small communities here and there there's not really many people around but they all hang around darwin and Alice springs interesting and just for reference to the northern territory where all this shit's going down they've had a total of 328 covid cases and one death 329 one death versus the nine one death and 328 cases total in the whole of covid and they're going to this length. But it's ridiculous. I've heard that Australia only has a few deaths as a whole, too. So I think that this is a, a pretty common theme with that. Yeah. And then, you know, New Zealand has similar stuff going on, too. Their their prime minister, if that's what they have, is just insane. Yeah. That, that lady, right? Jacinda, yeah. And she's just completely nuts, dude. Like, I don't she's know. Been- She's been um, going real bad too with, um, you would have heard about that, I think it was a year or two ago, that um, big shooting in New Zealand. Yeah. That one that, that guy that went around and shot up all the mosques and everything. After that happened, they've had some of the world's most hardcore gun control come in as well. Like Similar to what you guys have, right? Sort of. In Australia, if, if you want a gun, you can get one. They make the process pretty long and drawn out, and it's pretty expensive to get one. But yeah, as long as it's the only things you're not allowed, you're not allowed at pistols, automatics or semi-automatics. There's absolutely nothing wrong with having a high caliber bolt action rifle or anything. They're perfectly fine with that. You just got to show that you are using it for hunting purposes and go through all your checks and you can't have any sort of 
criminal record or anything. That was what Nick said too. He because what we understood was that all of the guns were taken away in the nineties, but that's not true. Um, bolt actions. Yeah, it's just um, very difficult to get a gun, like you said. It's yeah, and you can only get bolt action rifles. You can mm-hmm. still get um like hunting bows and stuff, but yeah, you, you can only get bolt action. Unless you can get um, you can get shotguns still, but they're a bit tight on that. And again, you can't have any semi-autos or anything crazy like that. Um, and you can still get like pump actions in the little twenty-twos rifles and everything still. But for the so- most part, it's just bolt actions. What do you think the agenda is here with these leaders, man? That's that's what I'm always real curious to to learn because I don't know how conspiratorial the conspiracy community is there in Australia. I know that there's obviously there's all kinds of different ways of thought, but uh, it's it's very conspiratorial around here. Really, I think it's uh, I don't know. In my opinion, I think you look at Australia. I think it's the start of what's to come for the rest of the world. I think this is the whole world agenda. Keep locking everyone up. Keep fucking keeping everyone segregated. Keep getting everyone's mood down. They just start bringing out more and more things. You already got mandatory vaccines, COVID passports coming in everywhere. Next, you'll probably have to get bloody chipped, and you know. Well, do you think that there's like chips in the vaccine, like microchips, or like how crazy do you get with it? Because I, I mean, I'm open to anything with this. That's why I run this podcast. Well, yeah, I mean. Obviously, there isn't a whole lot of evidence, but I, I completely believe that there is graphene oxide in the vaccines to a large extent. I completely believe that because it's, you know, the amount of people having clotting issues and heart issues. And yeah, it's, I wouldn't put it past them at all. And to me, the only explanation that makes sense for, you know, making a vaccine that kills more people than the disease it's trying to vaccinate against and isn't all that effective. And just the way they're trying to push it so hard and the way that they're trying to stop all the non-mRNA vaccines from being approved, it just, it seems like they're trying to wipe everyone out, to be perfectly honest. I don't know if you've heard this clip. I just posted this on Instagram, but I just always want everyone to hear it. I have more listeners here on the show than I do uh, Mm. with the Instagram, but this is fascinating. And it seems like Fauci's trying to walk this back big time, but let's see if I can get the volume here. Yeah. That a vaccine that looks good in initial safety actually makes people worse. There was the history of the respiratory syncytial virus vaccine in children, which paradoxically made the children worse. One of the HIV vaccines that we tested several years ago actually made individuals more likely to get infected. I mean, so he's saying it right there, you know what I mean? He's saying that yeah, it's that- not that surprising. And they were saying this the whole time before. But this was back in March of 2020. But for some reason, this clip is making the rounds again, which makes me a little suspicious. But you do see him just completely shifting his narrative on on what he believes in. Now, do you guys follow a lot of what Anthony Fauci Uh, says? I used to. I try not to now because he just makes me angry. Oh, yeah. Still even in a position of power at all. It's about. Yeah, I, I follow it loosely still. Well, I'm saying like the uh, the lawmakers do they do they take his advice as like the word of God? It seems like they do here in the United States. Um, oh, everything that they uh, everything all the um, Australian premiers all get is uh, public health advice that comes from the TGA, which is like our version of the FDA. Okay, and 
they're just a load of fucking idiots. They've got no idea what's going on and they just loosely follow whatever the, the TGA say. And I mean, the TGA is corrupt. Do you know much about like the insane taxes we have on tobacco and alcohol? No, it didn't enlighten me. We've got insane taxes on everything in Australia. Like it's insanely, everything's taxed. But tobacco is by far the absolute worst taxing. So like, what's like, say you wanted, um, do you guys have Winfield cigarettes over there? You know, I don't know a whole lot about cigarettes. The main brands we got are like Marlboro, Camel, Newport. Uh, I haven't heard of Windfall. Well, yeah, Marlboro is about on par with Winfield. Well, what would you estimate Winfield. roughly like a 30 pack of, of Marlboros would cost? Oh, see, we got 20 packs. So 20 packs, 20 packs of cigarettes are uh, about, I mean, between after taxes, between like 750, 850. Yeah. So here, um, I'm not sure what they are in the cities now because things are a tiny bit more expensive where I live because of the, you know, everything has to get trucked in and out. But where I live, if I wanted to buy like a 25 pack of Winfield, um, it'd cost me about 50, 60 bucks. And that's because of taxes? Yep. It's almost completely taxes. <clears throat> and like so what is it before like, the like, tax rate? Just to give an idea. I think it's last I checked, it was about 15 bucks or something. Dude, so you got like $35 in taxes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then alcohol too. Like if I want to buy like, like a, I don't know what you guys call them. We call them a carton, like a box, 24 beers. Okay. They're, they're about 60 bucks here. Jesus. And like, I remember when I was a kid, like my, my dad buying smokes and stuff. And even like when I started smoking, you know, I was pretty young. It's probably about 10 years ago. And I used to be able to buy like a patch of tobacco, like rolling tobacco. And it was like twenty dollars, and now that same patch is nearly sixty. Wow, man! And this is because of the—is it the Therapeutic Goods Administration? Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's the one, mate. The TGA, the Therapeutic Goods Administration, they dictate all the health advice and tax and what's legal and not legal. They just announced today that they're still not going to be making mushrooms legal anytime for the foreseeable future. So it's a bit, a bit of kicking the um, guts. When I see that they're fining people, um, what is the NSW individual? Would that be like New South Wales? Yeah, NSW is New South Wales, yeah. Okay, so they're fining people. Someone got fined, I guess, like almost $8,000 for uh, advertising unlawfully the ivermectin and zinc as a preventative for COVID. Are you hearing much about that? Yeah, they've been trying to censor that very hard. Mm. They've been trying to um, censor the... um, mono whatever you call them the antibodies monoclonal yeah they've been trying to censor everything man like they just want everyone and it's the same as um we've got two two vaccines that have been proven to be you know very effective nearly 100 percent effective against death they've got almost no side effects and that's the um the novavax and the covax vaccines and they I don't know when COVAX applied, but I know Novavax applied for their um, TGA because everything has to be approved by them before it can be administered. And they applied for theirs back at the start of October. And they've just completely been ignored the whole time. They just won't approve them for absolutely no reason. So which vaccines are allowed there? Is it Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca? No, all we're allowed is Pfizer, Moderna and AstraZeneca. And they're trying to phase out the AstraZeneca now. That's interesting, dude, because, yeah, Pfizer and Moderna are like behemoths when it comes to big pharma. 
Johnson and Johnson's obviously huge as well. And then AstraZeneca, I hadn't heard of until this year, but that one's supposedly very dangerous, man. I don't know if they did that intentionally. Well, it it is, but at the end of the day, they are all extremely dangerous. Of course, of course. AstraZeneca has the most chance of killing you straight away, but it's still not a very big chance of instant killing you. The official numbers they released, I think, were one in a million, which... You know, I'd probably rather take them odds than cop the mRNA vaccines because I know that at least if I have the Astra, if I don't die immediately, I'll probably be right for the next 20 years. Whereas <laughs> even after my first shot of the Pfizer, man, like I nearly passed out in the waiting room. My heart was going that fast and all my vision went all dark. And ever since then, I've been getting palpitations. My breathing's just, I can't breathe as like I used to, you know. I'm sleeping like two, three more hours every day and I got mine nearly a month ago now. So this, you're still seeing the side effects from it, man? Yeah, and I haven't even got my second one yet. I've got to get my second one before um, January 1st, otherwise I'll lose my job. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Like, I already had heart, heart problems, but it's extremely hard to get an exemption in um, Australia for them. Well, shit, have you thought about, like, trying to get into another line of work? I mean, I, I understand that this is a, a tough thing to do, but, I mean, damn, like, it, it doesn't sound like... <clears throat> You want to take this thing. Um, oh, I don't want to, man, but, you know, it's sort of, it's it's take it. Otherwise, you know, I can't ever go down to the pub and have a drink with my mates. I can't leave mm-hmm. the country. I can't leave the state. I can't work in 90% of jobs. Do you think that they're going to continue to make you guys get boosters, though, after? Like, it's going to be a never-ending thing is what it seems like to me. I believe they will because they... They said from the start that they were never going to do mandatory vaccines in Australia. The Prime Minister said it. My state Premier said it. Then they just brought it in and ignored everything and did it. And now they're saying they're not going to do boosters, but they've been saying that over East, where they started the mandatory vaccines before we did, and they're already having to have mandatory boosters now. Let me see if I can find this. uh, If there's any other things that you want to share, like I don't know if you've heard stories of other people. I'm going to try and find this uh, doctor's name that gives um uh gives this like sort of treatment that it's all organic stuff that supposedly flushes the vaccine out of your body so you can probably do this um, i did do one of them protocols for a little while um but i didn't really notice much difference and to be honest i think ban that it's mrna once it's in you it's in you and that's why they're not approving any of the non-mrna vaccines i don't know what they're planning but they're planning something with it well, I mean, I've seen things where people's uh, bodies give off a Bluetooth signal. So, like, if you're trying to connect yep. a Bluetooth, this will pop up. So, in my opinion, in my crazy conspiratorial brain, I feel like these do have little nanobots in them. And that is part of the graphene. There's patents that I've looked at that are owned by one's owned by Fauci, one's owned by Pfizer, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I think that what it's ending up to be is they're trying to dumb down our dna while they're propping up the artificial intelligence uh whole aspect so the idea of the singularity where where humans and robots will be the same level of intelligent um humans obviously need to be dumbed down in order to to, for for robots to even have a chance to match up with our intelligence um so not only that but everyone will be trackable and traceable. So like we already are traceable through our phones, but that's not enough for, for these companies that want to sell us shit. 
they want like you can always get rid of your phone or your phone can die and for that split you know moment while your phone's dead these big massive technocratic companies aren't able to track you and aren't able to sell things to you um i think they want access to our minds man to our thoughts and uh and just to know where we're at every single second of the day um but yeah man uh do you have you heard anything else from from others um i'm i'm still looking for this doctor this was an interesting uh, it's a podcast. It's the Stu Peters show. And I'm just trying to find the episode where she breaks down this long list of things that uh, you can get. Um, that's I mean, it, it sounds like she's had success with it. I think that she's in South Africa, too. So um, but yeah, man, if you if you have any other stories or any of your friends that have gone through similar things, I'm interested to hear about those. Oh, I know heaps and heaps of people that have lost their jobs or have had to be forced into it. And a lot of the people that have been forced into it. Um, have had pretty serious side effects. I know people that have been in hospital for weeks. And one of my friends, her, her dad, um, he lives over in the UK, but he, same thing, got forced into getting it. Otherwise, he was going to lose his job. And he got it and he died after the first dose. Mm. Yeah, yeah, some heart failure or something. One thing, I don't know if you've heard about it. Um, have you heard about the patented DNA? Is this the C- cDNA? Yeah, yeah, I have. I was, dude. I was reading the other day that um that 2013 um, court case where they ruled that if your DNA was modified by mRNA technology, that's it. You you can be patentable. You're no longer human. You're transhuman. Yeah, once if if it's not a natural thing, that's like something found in nature. It's patentable. That's why this COVID thing is patented because it was created in a lab. So that should yeah. tell everyone what they need to know. You know, but yeah, man, supposedly, it's supposedly, supposedly, um, they've proved that at least the Moderna vaccine, based off of what's in their patent, it does delete some of your genes, like it does actually alter your DNA without a doubt, and they cannot deny it. Yeah, because they've always been trying to say, and this is the fuck thing, they've always been trying to say the vaccines don't alter your DNA, they don't change anything. It's well, the whole point of messenger RNA technology is to change your DNA. It's the whole idea behind it. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how it works. And they turn around and say that it doesn't doesn't do anything. Jeez, dude. The whole, the whole thing's just the biggest fucking psyop. It's a load of shit. It really is. Especially Australia it used to be one of the most just relaxed, chilled out countries. Politicians are all chilled back, and now it's just fucked. It's it's insane to me that it can go from from like you said being so relaxed and that's what I always got the vibe from too is that it, you know everyone's just either they're working or they're just relaxed and there's not much crime in Australia there's not much uh you know chaos going on down there it's nothing like the United States I mean you know we do have our gun laws which I I'm a big supporter of the second amendment um but we do have a high crime rate I think a lot of those are kind of in my opinion a lot of them are false flags uh, school yeah, shootings. Most of it, so I'd on. say, is just pumped up, just so they can try and get gun control in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't That's, know if you remember the Vegas shooting here. Yeah, uh, that was that was the biggest crock of shit. Yeah, all that happened with that was that they just wanted to get rid of bump stocks. Um, you know, there was yeah. nothing really that happened with it. It was a white dude that did it, and usually there's a side in our government that always wants to to prop those cases up. Anytime a white man shoots up a crowd. They want to talk about that and they want to, you know, get all kinds of stuff done. But it seemed like it was just to get rid of bump stocks. 
Yeah, well, as I was saying before about how I think Australia is pretty much becoming what I think the rest of the world's going to end up becoming soon. Have you ever heard about the Port Arthur Massacre? Port Harbour? Port Arthur Massacre in Tasmania. Port Arthur? No, I haven't, man. So that is the reason that Australia's gun control come in so hard. That was the whole reason that all the guns got taken away in the 90s. Yeah. So before that, you are allowed pretty much, you know, whatever the fuck you wanted within reason. Like, you couldn't go out and go buy bloody full machine guns and shit. But if you wanted a semi-auto rifle or, you know, you wanted a handgun or something, you still could. So in, I think it was 1996, um, there was a bloke that was in Tasmania and he... Uh, had an AR-15 and something else, and he uh, killed 30, 35 people and then wounded 23 others. Wow. And he's, he's in jail, locked up, done. But um, the whole thing just has that many holes in it. Like, it's been speculated. It's one of the most speculated things in Australia was, was that the government, and a lot of people believe it was the government, and it was a big false flag to get gun control in here. Interesting, dude. I found this episode um, of the Stu Peter show. If you want to give it a listen and see if what she's talking about sounds good. Um, yeah, man, definitely. Uh, it's the Stu Peters, uh, Stu Peter show. And the, the titles are kind of long, but this one is kids escape Australian COVID camp now arrested. And then a uh, doctor reveals how to treat vaxxed blood and then whistleblower killed in own home. Ghislaine Maxwell trial implicates Trump and more. So it's a long, long title. I can send you the episode if you want. But if I'm yeah, man, just a, send me the link. Yeah, I'll send you the link. But yeah, there's uh there's a few people that they talk with in here. It's either Karma Newberry that you're waiting to hear from or Dr. Zandra uh Botha. Um, I think it's that Dr. Zandra Botha, but it's a long, yep. long list of uh of treatments that I guess she's been giving to people that have been forced to get the vaccine and they regret it. And they like the the signs of uh, clotting in the blood are gone. These little yeah. uh, neon dots that are in the blood are gone, and things like that. So, I think it's worth a listen. Um, you know, it sounds like you're doing okay for yourself. Maybe you could check it out. Um, and then yeah, I don't know, dude. Um, go ahead. Just for anyone that's listening to that does have to get it for one reason or another. Um, from all the people I've talked to, the most effective way to try and minimise the effects of it are um, just taking a ridiculous amount of zinc and vitamin D, D3, and leading up for a week or two before you have to get it. And once you get it, just water fast for a day or two. Water? Okay. That's, yeah, that's that's what I did. And it didn't really hit me until about a week later, but it didn't hit me bad. Like, I felt pretty tired, which is supposedly normal. I mean, I've got the heart palpitations and everything, but I sort of expected that because my heart already had some dramas beforehand. Mm. But I definitely fared better than a lot of people I know that just took it and did nothing different. I wonder if it had any effect, because you said that you did the the vitamin D3, the zinc, and then the water fasting. I wonder if, because you stopped the water fat, obviously you can't just survive on water. You need to eat every once in a while, but I wonder if you were to kind of alternate days in the weeks after like you eat. And then, I mean, it sounds like such a pain in the ass. It sounds crazy to say, but like maybe you eat normal one day and then you water fast the next and you alternate. I mean, I'm just spitballing at this point, but it just seems like. Well, the way it was um, explained to me is 
in the by the first couple of days, that's it. Whatever's damage is done is done. Sure. Like you, you're already changed. You know, it's already it's already done. Whatever it could do, but the whole point of the D three and the zinc is to just absolutely boost the fuck out of your immune system. Yeah. Give it the best chance possible to flush it out as much as you can. But you're never gonna, no matter what you do, it's it's gonna fuck you up eventually. Yeah, dude, and stay hydrated, man. Like I know that water yeah. is the best blood thinner out there. So like if you just chug water constantly you know your blood should be more liquid and it makes a lot of sense so yeah a lot of the people i knew uh band that i'm australian and i live in the bush is sort of a big culture with drinking out here a lot of people i knew had it and thought oh well alcohol's a blood thinner and just got pissed drunk directly after getting it really surprisingly none of them had any issues the ones that did that so i don't know there might be something to it I know that alcohol thins your blood for sure. Like, I don't know if you've ever cut yeah. yourself when you're drunk and like your blood just pours out. So, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. We were joking yeah. at the beginning of this dude. Cause I enjoy my, I enjoy my drink and I drink, you know, just about anything, wine, beer, vodka, whiskey, whatever. Yeah, yeah. We were joking that like, you know, obviously smoking cigarettes isn't good, but we're like, if you smoke cigarettes and drink, you're good from this thing, you know? And I've got, I got sick back in January of 2020 before it was real hyped up. And I haven't had COVID officially, so I don't know if I had it back then. Um, but I mean, I'm out in grocery stores, man, and I'm admittedly I'm bad about washing my hands, and uh, I haven't gotten I haven't gotten sick. Knock on wood, but um, there there may be something to that alcohol thing, dude. I, I honestly don't believe that COVID in itself is as rampant as I want you to think. I think a lot of the a lot of the positive tests are false positives because they know that the PCR tests they're not accurate. Terry Mullis, the inventor, said that. Yeah, it's. I think it's a lot smaller scale than what they're trying to pump it up to be. I will say, dude my my father and my mother got it um, a couple of months ago at this point, and they both got very sick. I mean, I was actually a little concerned about my dad, but he's he's got heart issues, he's got high blood pressure, he's got a lot of health problems. My mom is a little overweight. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely, I think it affects people who have kind of poor health, uh, very, very intensely. Yeah. As most diseases would, but I mean, I obviously being in Australia, I don't know a lot of people that have had it, but I don't know. I don't know three people that have had it. Um, two of them weren't vaccinated and the two that weren't vaccinated, they, they didn't even know they had it. They were asymptomatic. So whether they really did have it or not. And the test just was inaccurate. Who knows? And then the other one that got it, who actually lives in America now, um, and she got it, felt a little bit sick for like two or three days, felt like she had the flu, and went and got tested and had it, and that was it. There was nothing more than that. It went away after a few days, and it was all sweet. Interesting. She reckons the only thing it fucked with, it did fuck with her sense of smell, which apparently is becoming pretty apparent. People not being able to smell or taste properly afterwards, but besides that, she just nothing, just like a little flu. That's what's very interesting. It seems to be leaving some sort of neurological damage with these people, and that's what leads yeah. us to think that it is like something that is is created in a lab. So I don't know, dude. I think I think I heard a little while ago, aren't they? They're pretty sure that it was created in a lab now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, and this is this is why. It's patentable, right? If it was a natural thing, if it just if it was some zoonosis thing, something that came from a bat, like they were trying to tell us in the beginning, yeah. it, that would be something that occurred in nature. You wouldn't be able to patent it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like I like I said earlier, you know, that tells you everything that you need to know that it is a patentable virus. 
um which yeah, i don't think it's a virus trying to body patent the spanish flu or anything you know yeah exactly dude I, I think that's why you know i we keep calling it a virus and in my opinion it's actually like a parasite this is why ivermectin yeah. works um and these monocles- with you completely there do you well yeah dude i don't know if you've heard about like the nazis working on stuff like this they were trying to weaponize viruses and yeah. they ended up being able to to create a synthetic crystalline version of a, a parasite an ancient yeah. parasite um bacteria in a sense and yeah dude it, it seems like that's that's what we're dealing with here and then the vaccines are compounding it so i don't know man i'm 100 behind that theory i completely believe it it's crazy, dude. Do you have an iPhone so I can send you this link over Apple Podcasts? Or I like me don't have an iPhone, lad. I've got a Samsung, unfortunately. Uh, okay. Send it me on Instagram or something. Do you, well, do you listen to it on uh, Spotify? How do you listen to podcasts? Spotify, generally, yeah. Okay. I'll find the link there if they've got it. And if not, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell you the name of the episode, the long-ass name, and then you can, uh, you can plug it into whatever podcatcher you listen to man but any any closing thoughts here tyler i'm I'm really really happy that you were able to get on here and talk dude and i wish you the most luck when it comes oh, to man i'm always happy to come on whenever you guys want to have a chat i'm cool with it the time zones make it a bit difficult but yeah you know always happy to man. yeah what time is it over there i woke up at at uh, 6 30 a.m which i you know on my day off i usually get up at like 4 a.m but i sleep in like crazy on my days off dude but i was so happy to talk with somebody from australia i know you're staying up late what time is it there <laughs> Oh, it's not too bad, man. It's um uh, quarter to eleven. That's, that's late for long. me. <laughs> that's late for me, I'm still dude. Young. I'm still young, mate. Hey, I'm only thirty. I'm not too old. I'm not too old. No. <laughs> I'm getting up there. I feel older than that, but but oh, that's uh, right, my bloody baby. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. I mean, it sounds like you know you you got the right ideas in your head. It seems like you got a good head on your shoulders, and I hope, dude. Yeah, I hope everything works out. Like I said, best of luck. And any any closing thoughts here? We'll uh, we'll invite you back. We do this this conversation every Monday night. Nick's hopped on. Um, yeah, you know, definitely, I know. mate. I mean, as I said before, I'm going on holidays in, at the end of next week, so I'll be sweet anytime. I won't have to worry about time zones or anything then. Cool. So okay. I'll be working or anything for two weeks, so we can sort something out then if you want. And make yeah, man. We schedule. We uh, we record these. Uh, these Monday nights every uh, every single Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern. So uh, I don't know exactly what time that is for you. It's probably fairly early in the day. Um, but yeah, man, you're welcome on. We'll be out of man. man. Cool, um, my only closing thoughts I've really got, man, is um, just fuck the Australian government. Yeah, it's I think terrible. we're all with you on that, man. It's just getting worse and worse every day. I, yeah, I really thought they'd handle this better than anyone else, but they're yeah, one of the worst. I think we're bordering on China here soon. Yeah, dude. It sure seems like that, man. It's uh it's unfortunate, man, but I don't know. I I, really? I am curious, are are most of the Australian people, you said that they are pretty much against it. When do you think something's gonna come to fruition there? Like do you think that this is gonna come to a head or do you think that the Australians uh, have been kind of cultured to be more chill? more i don't uh, know it's 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 on the fence man like a lot of people i mean no one almost no one wants to get it it's only the burmas that want to get it really no no one in their right mind really wants to get it here the but burmas just got it they're forced to the old people burmas <laughs> okay the old people you know they watch fucking channel 7 news constantly and they don't believe anything that's on the internet they don't believe anything that's not on the news you know 
Yeah, dude, that's what's interesting about this young generation is that no one really listens to the news. Yeah, because it's all made up. It's the mainstream narrative. Yeah, as, but... as Nick was saying to you, it's in Australia especially the news is just ridiculous. All the media is controlled that heavily. Like there were, you know, protests everywhere, as he said, and they, there were thousands and thousands of people. And they were reporting that it was just a couple. Like in Perth, I think someone counted there was thirty or seventy thousand or something the other week. And in the West Australian newspaper, they said there was three thousand at most. Just to make it feel like an insignificant amount of people. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And like it's the same as like our vaccination numbers in Australia. They're definitely made up. They're not. I know probably probably about sixty, sixty, maybe sixty-five percent of all the people I know got the jab and the rest all went fuck this on quitting and there's businesses everywhere closing down and you know trying to hire because they're all short-staffed but the government's trying to say that the country's close to 90 percent vaccination rate and all this it's it's yeah nah we're about to see similar things here in the u.s for sure because i know on january 1st 2020 the county in tucson that i live in pima they're getting rid of 180 sheriffs because they don't want to take the vaccines and or the shots. Yeah. I keep calling them vaccines, the shots. And the the main sheriff, the, the head sheriff was saying, like, he can't afford to lose 10 sheriffs. He's losing 180. Crime's going to skyrocket, in my opinion, in 2022. Yeah, man, definitely. Businesses are going to shut down because they're stolen from too much. Um, I mean, yeah, we'll see. I think that, that we're going to shit's going to hit the fan and then hopefully we get our shit together and we come together. Um, you oh, mentioned the old. They say America breaking out in another civil war in the next five, ten years if this stuff keeps going the way it's going. It, you know, it's it's interesting you say that, man. You know, a lot of people have been talking about civil war in the U.S. for for a long time, but it it does seem like we're on the we're on the verge of something. I don't know if it's a civil war per se or or how that will work out, but I tend to agree with you, man. But they have been saying it's it for pretty so clear long. The way that the, the media is all trying to divide everyone on social media and everything's designed to make everyone hate each other. It's pretty obvious they're trying to make something in that sense of things happen. They're trying to turn everyone against each other for a reason. Yeah. Well, yeah, you were talking about how the old people really want to take the shots. It seems like the very young people are, are like the very, very young people. I'm talking young, like like five to to like 12 you know, my sister's 17. She doesn't want to take it. And most of her friends don't want to either. Mm. Um, but it's like, you know, we're in this weird age group where it seems like if you're between like, you know, 15, 16, 17 up to like 40. Um, I think that those that that generation, those couple generations are really the, the leaders in what's going to come after this. Because well, I think we're the generations that weren't indoctrinated as much as people were, you know. People yeah, 70, 80, 90 now, they were heavily indoctrinated when they were kids. And, yeah, growing up in the know, age of the, the internet, the Wild West internet, yeah, where, you know, it wasn't as regulated as it is now. No, nah, if you want to know the truth about something, you can just look it up. Dig hard enough, you always find the truth about something. Yeah. You don't have to, you know, you can compare sources, you don't have to just listen to the old guy on the news. It's true, man. Uh, I don't see any of this stuff going away anytime soon, man. I think this is life now. I think this is just how it's going to be from here on out. I think it's only downhill from here. Well, the exemptions, the vaccines—they're all, you know, they're all eugenics fucking enthusiasts, and they're all about it. Yeah. It's, you know, they're not going to finish until the job's done. 
Yeah, I tend to agree with you, man. At the beginning of this thing, I thought it was going to stop after the after the 2020 election. Boy, was I wrong about yeah. that because it's just snowballed. So it just got worse. <laughs> yeah, it's insane, man. Hopefully, exemptions will become easier there in Australia, man. And I think people need to really pay attention to what's going on there. I think people around the world need to know what is going on there because um, it's unfortunate that it seems to be starting with you guys. Our northern brothers up here, Canada, um, brothers and sisters, I need to be more inclusive, I guess. But yeah, the the, you know, Canada's similar, dude. Canada's got some crazy shit going on. Um, Not nearly as bad as Australia. And I think Canada and Australia have a lot of things in common. Sure. Just in the general um, culture of everything and the government and the way everything's run, it's all the same sort of, you know, that everyone just lays back and takes whatever the fuck they get thrown at them, you know? No There's a ton in common. Yeah, man, it's, it's ridiculous. Down to the population. I mean, you guys have a similar population, which I know that's a surface level thing, but yeah, the attitudes, um, you know, the yeah, chillness yeah. of everything, the, the, you know, I love Canadians. They're awesome. They're just they're great. Always relaxed. Very nice people. So, I mean, I think, I don't know. I could see Australia, maybe the people trying to fight back a little bit, but it was, it was just a couple of weeks ago. Someone in, um, Coburn, which is a suburb in Perth there, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, someone got arrested because they were throwing Molotov cocktails at the police station over the vaccine mandates. So I'm sure people will get worse in that regard. I don't support that kind of behavior, but if nothing else gets the attention of the government, I mean, they might end up coming to it. So that's the thing, man. A lot of, a lot of people that aren't wanting to be forced to take the vaccines, they don't, you're kind of forced to say that you don't support violence against this, but if they're assaulting you with these things, at what point do you step in and you say like, this is enough and you're not listening to us. So things are getting violent. Now, of course I'm not encouraging that either, but I think, you know, I'm uh, speaking hypothetically here, you know, someone needs to encourage some sort of organization. I I would say, you know, Um, because man, it, it, it's sad, dude. It's sad to hear that, that people are taking these things just to try and keep their livelihoods. Um, But yeah, yeah, I I don't encourage it either. (laughs) I, I bought a buddy. I, I was an idiot, right? And it looked like at the time, it looked like COVID in WA was pretty much done. You know, I, was, I wasn't too worried about the borders being permanently closed until, you know, COVID left and it was all good. That didn't really phase me a whole lot. And so I went out and I was an idiot and I went out and I bought a $100,000 car. And then the week after I did that, all the mandates come in effect. I was like, oh, fuck. Now I, now I really can't quit my job, you know? Oh, I, was, I probably would have just quit and just tried to figure something else out, you know? Damn. Yeah, definitely. That was a poor financial decision. I sort of took away my own financial freedom there doing that. Well, hey, you're 23 and you can afford a hundred thousand dollar car. That's not too bad, dude. I would say that uh, you know, at least you got at least you got a dope car and but you know, you can Yeah, man, everyone everyone's gotta have a land cruiser. Yeah, dude. It's, like, it's the best thing ever. That's, That's better than a house. It's like a house on wheels. There you go. Well shit. Now yeah. I mean yeah, Tyler, I appreciate you hopping on, dude. And uh, and like I said, dude, best of luck, man. I, I really, uh, if we can do anything here, let us know. Um, yeah, man. Cheers. I of course, it. dude. I'll send you this episode as well. And yeah, guys, uh, reach out to other Australians too here in the United States. I'm I'm extremely curious to hear about stories. And, and I think the more that we can learn, the more we can help. You know what I mean? So uh, again, dude, thank you very much for your time. And we'll be talking again for sure, dude. Yeah, no worries, man. I'm always happy to answer questions or come on or whatever because there's a lot of misinformation about what's going on in Australia and I think it's been covered up a whole lot. I know you guys don't really know a whole lot about this situation or anything. 
Yeah. Obviously, I've got a lot better than the rest of the country being in WA, but still not good, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll definitely speak again, Tyler. So thank you very much, and uh, we'll be no reaching worries, out again right. soon, dude. Take you care, have a good day, mate. You as well, man. Have a good night. <laughs> so a crazy story from a Western Australianer, but if you want to hear more dangerous and very, very scary information, head over to patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. Going to talk about the technical aspects of what's going on in Australia just a little bit, and then really get into the SES, Obama's stay behind military entity that may or may not be a real thing. This is all legend, but come check it out because I didn't want to share this on the free feed, guys. See you over there at patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast.